Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. What's up? Nothing. Just got off work. Like to welcome everybody to the Boom DDD podcast. What is what episode are we on, Jeff? What's up? Are we on twenty episode twenty four? Yep, Kobe Stan. Oh, okay. So, oh, we're almost to twenty five episodes. Yep, like Raw's War. Let's uh make a shitty recording in two separate locations. Yeah. Like we always do. Exactly. Uh, Jeff's coming to you live from Denver, Colorado, and I'm here in the great, good old-fashioned Peoria, Illinois. Nothing beats it. <laughs> you know, you really can't beat Peoria, Illinois. If anybody's listening and hasn't been here, you're going to have to come check it out. It's pretty amazing. What is that What is that back there? Is that you stirring a coffee? Stirring a coffee. I heard a little ring, click, click, click. Clink, clink. Yeah. So you're uh, you're light you're light cream heavy sugar, right? Yeah, light cream heavy sugar. Okay. Like a psycho. Yeah, that sounds like a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Uh, well, I used to be heavy cream man, as you know. Wait a second, we're in reruns. Yeah, yeah, we we are in reruns. <laughs> But I got to do almond milk now, and I think I already told you that too. Nice. I'm one of those. I'm an all, almond milk douche. One of those douchebags. Yeah, I got to go to Dunkin' Donuts. Large iced coffee with sugar and almond milk. <laughs> it's pathetic. That's cool, well. Yeah, it tastes good. You got to get. If anybody out there is hate. Okay, let's talk about almond milk for one second. It's terrible. But. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can't use it for anything besides coffee in my book. It's uh, okay. it's ground up almonds and water. So yeah. there's nothing milk about it, obviously. And uh, it gives a nice nutty flavor to your iced coffee at Dunkin' Donuts, and I highly recommend it. Even if I wasn't, even if I didn't have to do it, I would do it. That's how good it is. Wow. So... That's, it's hard to press me off the traditional dairy, man. I like I like the cow. It's hard to move you off traditional anything. That's true. <laughs> you're a, you're a man of habit. Preacher habit, straight up. Uh, we had a spicy spicy week of wrestling, Jeff. Yeah, we did. A lot, lot of lot of ins and outs. There's a lot of jelly in these donuts. Um, one quick announcement: our. Uh, Buddy Alex that was on the show from Lucha Libre is going to hook us up with some Boom DDT 
t-shirts. Hell um, yeah. So, uh, I think for right now, we're just going to get them just a couple for us. And then we'll see if Stop any... It. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, wear your shirt of your own shit. I mean, that's pretty cool, right? Uh, yeah, that's what cool kids do. <laughs> I supposed to promote. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we just we just came up with a wacky design, and maybe if people like it, we'll try to pursue it. But uh, for now, I'm just, I just wanted a shirt to wear to Raw. Me and the wife are going to Raw uh, March 18th. I think so I, we are not we are not releasing this shirt. No, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, he's the shirt man. I don't know what he's gonna do, but I just I'm just gonna pick up a couple and see see if anybody likes them. All right. Well, if we, if we get a push for shirts, I have to see what's going on. But I I don't know. Whatever, whatever Alex wants to do is cool with me, man. Yep. Yeah. I just wanted to send him a shout and a thanks for hooking us up with that. Yeah, thanks, dude. That's fucking tight. Yeah. Can people still say that? It, you know what? It's tight, bruh. <laughs> I, I heard someone say tight the other day. I forgot what context. So I, was, I, I, I did a double take. I'm like, what What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder what it was. I wonder what was tight. Yeah, something was tight. I don't know. I think, I think under the right circumstances, with the right crowd, you could still say tight. You definitely won't be cool. No. But I don't I don't care about that. But no, you're not gonna be if you th- if you try to be cool, tight is no. No tight. It's lit. It lit, lit, lit lit's the new tight. But lit might even be out. Oh yeah, I think too many old people are using it now. Shit moves quick, man. Bet. You know about bet? Excuse me? Yeah, the the young kids are definitely saying bet. B E T. Okay, uh, can you use it in context? Um, can you go out there and mop that floor? Bet. Like, you bet? It just means, like, yeah, you bet. Or, like, yeah, I'll do it, for sure. Oh, God. Bet. So there, there's your lesson for the day. Bet. Okay, well, if you want to be cool, go out and use the word bet. And if you really want to be cool, use the word tight and bring it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's tight. Bet. If you if you follow tight with bet, it's not as lame. <laughs> Cover it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like farting and then spraying some fucking spray. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, you want to talk about some wrestling? Yeah. Let's, let's get into the hot and heavy. Uh, I think... Uh, you got some good notes on SmackDown? SmackDown wasn't much compared comparatively to Raw, but I, I got notes on it. Okay, because I slipped up a little bit on SmackDown. I mean, I remember it well, but uh, a lot going on during that one for me. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, Raw starts out, and, and we knew it was coming. Everybody knows by now, but Roman Reigns is back. Cancer is yep. in remission. The big hog poon dog returns. Uh, so obviously that's a great thing. Um, Hell yeah. My question for you is why why no surprise? What do you mean no surprise? Like I, like until I... Well, I didn't watch Raw live, but I would have been surprised otherwise. 
Well, yeah, you would have been because you don't like. No, they released this. They they re- basically what I'm saying is they let us know that he was coming back. Oh, really? Yeah. When did they do that? Like a while, like three or four days prior. Oh. So I mean, I think it's obvious. I think it's just for ratings or whatever, but uh, just to make sure people will watch. But I would really, I would really dig, you know, top of the show and that music hits out of nowhere. I'll be damned. Like, yeah, like I said, it's a surprise to me. You know, I mean, there's absolutely no bit like uh, on the past shows. There's no mention of it whatsoever. So. No, yeah, they didn't mention it last week. They they did the classic like. Release social that, media. yeah, social media release. But um, anyway, it was, it was a great, it was a great return. The uh, he had a little in ring promo. Yeah, yeah, dude. And like, obviously, there's no boo birds anymore. Yeah, it's it's really hard to boo a guy with Luke, who just covered recovered from leukemia. Yeah, yeah, no boos. So like, I I think he's just got to be super face from here on out, man. Oh yeah, for right now, for sure. Uh, what do you think is the first thing he does? Uh, you think they gotta slide a bit fast lane? No. Well, I mean, I guess they could, but I'm thinking like my first thought was like, okay, what's he gonna do at WrestleMania? Like, you know, he's gonna be there. Yeah, like he, he's he's fully returned. Like this this wasn't a stunt, was it? This, he's fully back. Like he's healthy. I mean, he's he's obviously thinner and hasn't been lifting as much, but yeah, no, he he's said healthy, right. Yeah, he said he was back. He's full time on Raw. Hell yeah. Um. Well, I mean, his past would suggest that he's facing the Bork Laser. Yeah, exactly. But, but uh, that's not happening. Yeah, Tree Rollins already took that. So, that would have been badass if he would have uh, just waited it out and and returned to WrestleMania to help Rollins. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That would have been pretty badass. But either way, uh, I I read somewhere which who knows if it's true, but like it was his decision to come back so quick, and he just really wanted to get back, uh, or else they probably would have done something like that. Oh uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> I don't know, because you don't want him being the sideshow. Like, he's not a sideshow at all. No, but, like, if he, if Brock was destroying Seth, like, just picking him apart and something had happened to the ref, like, the ref accidentally gets knocked out, you know? And then yeah. the, And then the big dog's music hits. That would have been pretty badass. Oh, yeah. Um, they don't knock out the refs. Nearly as much as they used to. I've been noticing this. That's a good point. I don't think I've seen a knocked out ref in a long time. Well, they have one, I think, in one of the pay-per-views recently. But that, like, I remember thinking that that was the first one I've seen, like, in half a year. You know, they'll do the distracted ref all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I just want to see a ref just get cold-cocked and just lay there Earl Hebner style for about 20 minutes. Yeah. The, the one I always, like, the, if I had to describe a ref getting knocked out, it's the one guy has his title, and he's going to hit his opponent in the head with the title belt, and the opponent <laughs> ducks, and the, rec, the ref gets smashed. 
Oh uh, yeah, that's that's the most classic whatever. <laughs> the old title belt to the ref. And that that ref will not take that kindly. Like I say, it'll it'll uh, just be laying there for twenty minutes. And you're like seriously? Like when I was a when I was living that kayfabe lifestyle as a child, I'm like, how are you still knocked out by this? Yeah. Yeah, they just, and they're lifeless. They're just on the ground still, just cold knocked out. Yep, face in the dirt. Fucked up in the dirt. Yeah, the big dog is back. Yeah. Uh, Rollins came out to uh, give a big old hug. Yep, no Dean at this point, though. No, but that, that that's definitely coming. I can feel it. Yeah, they hinted at it later. We'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, super exciting. I was pumped. My, uh, Samantha's mom got me a, uh, Roman Reigns shirt for Christmas. Hell yeah. So I was like, fuck yeah. Uh, so yeah, first open the show with Reigns, of course. We all saw that one coming if you follow social media. Uh, my second big point that I wanted to discuss was the Becky and Rhonda situation. Um, this started, oh, yeah, yeah. This one started with a tag match. So it was Ronda and uh, Natty Ice, Natalia versus the Riot Squad, uh, Ruby Riot, and Sarah, Sarah Logan. I don't know why I couldn't think of her name. Uh, I don't remember how this, uh, how did this, did this end before Becky interfered or no? I don't, I don't know, dude. I, I was just expecting the classic fucking Ronda Rousey match. I wasn't expecting any. Hi, Jake. So I was I was in the bathroom trimming my beard, and I came back, and Becky's fucking getting arrested. Yeah, I remember it was a decent match, but I don't remember if it ended well. But I remember like Ronda looked good in ring. Uh, but I yeah, I don't remember how this ended. Anyway, Becky, like you said, interferes um, and gets arrested because Triple H told her if you uh, how did he word it. Basically, if you come back or whatever, if you uh, come back in the arena, you'll get arrested. So she gets arrested. Uh, I liked the feel of this. Like it felt, it felt old school the way everything felt real chaotic. Yeah. Like, like she didn't, she didn't ever get to uh, Rhonda. She came in and attacked Natty, and then Rhonda saw what was up and tried to get at her. And immediately, I didn't see Finley, but the security team was no, he was there. To the team, he was there. Was Finley there? Yeah, Finley and his, uh, who's his right-hand man? Jamie Noble. Noble was there, too? Yeah, I saw him. They were holding, uh, they were holding Becky. They were on Becky's end. Uh, Jay watched this, uh, recap with me, and he is just laughing at how fake the cops are. Well, the cops were terrible. Yeah. I don't see why I don't see why you can't get some real cops. Like you tell me that like there's not some boys on the force that wouldn't love to do that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be the best night ever if you're a cop. I feel like they used to, but maybe I was just fooled back in the day. I was thinking the same thing. Like I I thought they were too, but I was just probably a little kid. I'd like to take another look at that. Um, Rhonda attacked a couple of pigs too, didn't she? She attacked uh, WWE security, like the the Black Pant Boys. Oh, yeah, those, those, oh, thank God they weren't cops because they looked absolutely weak as hell. They got in the ring and just surrounded her, like, you know, three ninja style. Hi-ya! Yeah. 
And she she put a good whooping on them. Like her, I like the way she fought them. It looked pretty real. I wish they were like like I say. I wish they. Uh, I mean, they're men, so it's kind of hard to do this. But I wish they weren't so damn weak. Yeah. Like look so weak. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, that would be hard because they don't want to like look too aggressive with her, you know. Exactly. Um, so yeah, this one, so it starts getting out of hand, security's holding everybody back, uh, Becky ends up getting arrested, and she gets hauled out, after Becky gets hauled out, Rhonda, uh, storms back to the ring, uh, grabs a mic and calls out Vince. Doesn't call out Mr. McMahon, calls out Vince. I found that disrespectful. But a lot of people are calling him Vince now. Are they? Yeah. I've been I thought that was reserved only for Steve. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've been hearing a lot of Vince lately, for sure. Huh. Uh, but we don't get Vince, Jeff. Nope. We get Steph. Yep, who wants Steph? <sighs> Steph. Celebrate. Yeah. And then it's like, bang ow, make a ling gow, make a bing bong bow. She's she's had terrible music. <laughs> what was her music before this? Do you remember? It's been this for a long time, I think. This, um, yeah, this is all I can remember. She used to like originally she ran with the vent with the corporate theme and also Triple H's theme. Oh, she, she had something sassy, like similar to this, like in the mid two thousands. I think from like 2006 on or something like that, she's had this. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm guessing though, so. But I do remember her doing like the Triple H theme as well. Yeah. Uh, the old Triple H theme. Jimmy hit me with that Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Steph comes out, announces that Becky's been arrested, and Rhonda wants Becky reinstated so that they can fight. Um, Steph actually does a flat, flat hand gesture to the WrestleMania sign. Does not count on her sign count board. I didn't catch that, but yeah, that, that, that would not count. That was a flat hand gesture. Uh, I liked, or I couldn't, I was blown away when Rhonda said that ginger douche in cuffs. Yeah. I was like, What? And she said it's so weird that I didn't even know she was talking about Becky. I was like, what'd she just say? Oh, yeah. I thought she said ginger dude at first. I'm like, what? You're going to use ginger? You're going to alienate some of your fan base there, Rhonda. Yeah, so basically Rhonda wants Becky reinstated so that they can have their match at WrestleMania, obviously. Um, I thought it was weird how she said she mentioned Charlotte. Like she kind of, she kind of, um, like hinted at a three, a triple threat. Did you notice that? Did she? I know the crowd was definitely calling for it. Yeah, she said like, "I want this. You want this. The ginger douche and cuffs wants this. Charlotte, Becky, Ronda Rousey, come on!" Like she, she said something like that, and I didn't know if she was supposed to say that or she just slipped up or what. Yeah, she might have. But I mean, like, he, he, 
I, I mean, I guess people were born yesterday because they act like people, like you've said, people on social media actually think that Becky's not going to be at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This but, is... uh, the, uh, us intelligent people know it's going to be a goddamn triple threat. You can smell this from December. Yeah. Yeah. What are they just going to, if, what if Charlotte doesn't do this? What's she going to do? Well, I, I would hope she would face Oscar, but Oscar's just going to fucking be forgotten, probably. Yeah, I know. It's so, man, this is bogus. They're doing Asuka so bogus, I can't even believe it. I know, dude. Okay, so the lyrics are, Welcome to the Queendom. The Queendom, where the kings bow down, then relinquish your crown. That's what they say right there. Oh, my God. For years, I've just been saying a bing now, ding a ding dong wow, make a bing bong bow. Yeah. Like, that's what I do with all lyrics. Like, besides, like, rap. I don't know lyrics, so I'm just... Better be my bear. <laughs> Seriously, it's interesting. Uh, like, I can remember rap lyrics extremely well. But, like, a lot of these rock and roll... Like, a lot of... Most, most of all other genres, I have really trouble understanding what they're saying. Yeah. Country. I can do hip-hop and country. Easy peasy. Yeah, I'll throw bluegrass in there as well. Yeah, that's... Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so yeah, you had that continued story with Becky, Rhonda, Charlotte. Um, Becky gets arrested. Oh, hold, hold on. Oh, oh. You, did, you didn't finish. Yeah, why don't you finish that up for me, Jeff? I forgot a key, key, key piece to that story. So the key piece, <laughs> the, the the key here is that Rhonda is so fucking upset that they won't reinstate Becky so that Rhonda can face her. That she lays down the women's title at Steph's feet and walks out. Yep. No title. She lays the title down in an act of uh, protest. Which I I, I I don't understand. No, it didn't do it for me at all. I don't. That's worthless. Like, does that mean you relinquished it? Because I know you're not fucking leaving the arena without that title. No. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that was. It was just an act of protest, I guess, but I didn't really care for it. Yeah, it's, I mean, really all we're doing here is positioning Rhonda in a face-like light. She wants to get a pop similar to Becky's instead of being a forgotten person in this. So she's, they're making Charlotte heelish and they're making her face, like they're trying to get her respect back up with the crowd by defying the corporation. Yeah. The corporation's back, Eric. Yeah. Yeah, the corporation is definitely back. The McMahons, they're all running wild. You don't know, I mean, you know Vince is a heel, but then Triple H is pretty damn cool. Well, yeah. Yeah, but the week before he was being a heel, so he's teetering the fence. Oh, yeah. I mean, he could plunge, he could jump in the deep end at any point. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know where Triple H stands right now. And what about Steph? She's teetering the line, too. She's never teetered, teetered the face line. Like, I, I can never buy her as a face. Never. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's hard to believe. She's always teetering that line in my eyes. <laughs> All right. Anything else with Becky Ronda this week? Becky Ronda Charlotte on Raw? Uh, Charlotte wasn't even on this, was it? Was she? No, no, just anything from that whole shebang. 
Uh, so when Becky crutched in, did they catch her a mile off again? No, this time they did a little better. Like I didn't, I didn't see her until she was almost over the barricade. Was she crutching fast? She's down to one crutch, right? I only saw one crutch. I, I still don't know if she's injured or not. No, like, I, that's a really confusing angle. Uh, well, she's supposed to be at kayfabe. She's injured. Yeah. Yeah, but kayfabe. She also got medically cleared. That's true. So, like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. I didn't really think of that. I guess she was well enough to wrestle, but she's still hurt. Okay. I don't know. So we had that. Uh, My third point from Raw was Rick was the GOAT Ric Flair's 70th birthday celebration. Um... This one starts out with all the wrestlers at the top of the ramp, which I'm never a big fan of. No. Stupid. This totally drops kayfabe. You got Braun Strowman just smiling in street clothes. Yeah. Looking like he's about to go fishing or something. Yeah. I mean, I understand it's the legend of the business. But it's just... Then they brought brought out the heavy hitters. Yep. Who all did we have? We We had Trip... We had HBK... Uh, Triple H and Steph. Yep. Then you had um, HBK, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, Hot Dog's second appearance of the night, and the one and the only. Oh, yeah. The icon, Sting. Dude, I I, I popped more for Sting coming back and giving me the crow woo. Yeah. Like, like me and Jay were watching that. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy's still got it. Yeah. Well, like, I had to go back and watch because he, like, I vaguely remember it. I feel like it was right when I started watching again. Uh, well, you might know. So, Sting and Rollins had a rivalry, right? Yeah. Was that right when we started again? Yeah, that, yeah, that was in, yeah, around oh. that time. They, they brought back Sting. Uh, I remember one time they hit him in a giant uh, gift box. I want to say maybe the corporation was around with that J&J tag team and corporate Kane and shit during this time. Oh, yeah. But it's like Rollins and Triple H. That was the main staple of the corporation. Okay. And, uh, like, there's some gift. I don't know if it's a Rollins celebration or something, but there's some giant gift box. You know, a seven-foot-tall gift box in the ring. And, uh, like... They they cut a long promo before they finally opened the box, and when they did, what's in the box? It, it's Sting, who's been sweating balls, yeah, paints all over the place. Yeah, so apparently that run of Sting's is like really highly regarded. Like people really like that. Did they? Yeah, so I'm gonna have to go back and look because I feel like I only caught the very ass end of it. Maybe I just wasn't immersed enough in wrestling then, but I feel like people didn't like it that much. Like, Sting just kind of looked old, but oh, I'm sure I, he I, old. I was down for it because I never got to see Sting. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was a huge Sting mark growing up. He was definitely my favorite wrestler. Like him, Rey Mysterio, Flair. Like, those are my top WCW guys. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that was that was badass. I, I popped, too, for, for Sting for sure. Um. So yeah, they get they get all the boys in the ring. The wrestlers are at the top of the ramp. Uh, they run a video video clip, right? A video package of Flair. 
Yeah, they ran a pretty badass video package. Uh, one thing, me and Jay were watching, there's a cake in the ring, and we said there's absolutely no chance that that cake's not getting slammed through by someone. Yeah. But turns out we would be wrong. Well, it, I, I found out, Jeff, that you were not wrong. Oh, really? No, it seems the episode ran a little long on him. Which makes total sense, because if you think about it... So we, we had all the guys out there. Yep. And then we had the video package, and then Triple H called out the, the guest of honor. Called out Ric Flair. Cuts to the back. And Ric Flair is being assaulted behind behind a closed door, of course. I and mean, this is a 70-year-old man we're talking about here. So he's get, he's getting assaulted, but we can't see it. By none other than Batista. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, me and Samantha were watching this together, and when when the Ric Flair thing started, I was like, man, I can't, like, Ric Flair just can't come out and accept his whatever and take a bite of cake. Like, he has to be involved in something physically. Like, even though he's 70 years old, like, he could still take a punch. I know he could. He's a badass. So I was really hoping for something, so I was glad they did this. But yeah, he gets assaulted by Batista behind a closed door, and then they open the door, and Batista's just dragging Ric Flair's dead ass through the hallway. Like, he looks like he killed him. Yeah. It was hilarious. Like, Ric Flair, he played it off so well. You would have thought he was dead, and when Batista just dropped him to the ground, he just flopped out. Oh, he flopped like a fish, man. Oh, he looked so good. But anyway... So you have that, and then Batista basically says, uh, does that get your attention, Triple H? So so we're starting a little something between Triple H and Batista. Uh, Triple H runs to the back to aid Flair, and then we run out of time. Yeah, attitude so, era style. I, 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 I love the dismount. I did too, but it, it immediately had me thinking like, wait, Sting and them had nothing to, had no other plans? That seems weird. Uh, That's true. so I did find out that I don't remember who somebody got thrown through the cake. I know angle. Oh, it was angle slam to somebody through the cake. But yeah, that, that story finished off air basically. Well, was it meant to, I mean, I don't know. So that was actually meant to be in the show or is this just something for the crowd? Who knows? That's what I was thinking too. That could have just been for the house. I don't know. But, uh, so with, first off, with the Batista thing, we got another running camera. Shout out to the running cameraman. Yep, that was good. Um, I didn't recognize him at first. Uh, like, like, like Will Smith as the genie of Aladdin, his face has changed shape over the last ten years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was. Looked- had sunglasses on, so me and Jerry were like, Jay's like, who's that? I'm like, a kind of looks like Batista. Yeah, he had a he had a lip ring too. Yeah. Which is... we, like we we saw him at the at the uh Raw 25, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, I remember for the uh or I think that was the show, but anyway, it was a uh Evolution tribute. Yeah. Evolution is a mystery. It goes <laughs> down history. So um Another thing is, he's like, hey, Hunter, 
I have your attention now. Like you said, now, like, as if there was something there prior. So I don't know if I missed something or if that's another social media feud or if I think just spoke. The only thing I think he's referring to is, remember they had a little bit of a spat at that same thing we were just at Raw 25? Oh. Uh, I don't remember what it was, but I know that there's been talks of Triple H versus Batista at Mania ever since that episode. <clears throat> Uh, I think it was a, a jab at the amount of titles. Yeah, it was something. It was like a verbal, like not a physical altercation. No, just a couple of bros. Yeah, a pissing contest between a couple of broskies. Exactly. But yeah, so we might be getting uh, Batista Triple H, which would be cool. Be down with that. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> So we'll see how that plays out. But yeah, that I, I had a lot of fun with that. I was really hoping Ric Flair would be involved in some kind of something, you know? And I was glad. I think they did it well. I, I really liked that ending. Yeah. I mean, there's no celebration, but... No. I mean, the real celebrate wasn't on Raw, obviously. Like, Nate had a hell of a party. Oh yeah, we all saw his Instagram... All the celebrities at the flare party. Yeah. It was a real who's who over there. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Didn't do much for flare. Kind of turned into a Triple H Batista moment. Yeah. But, I mean, Flair, he probably understands. He doesn't care. He'll give, he'll give those boys a rub. Very true. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's a badass raw. We got a couple of quick notes. If I may. Yeah, I, yeah, go for it. You probably got the same ones I do. Uh, we, we got another match with... Uh, for some reason, they're teaming up Aleister Black and Ricochet. I don't know how I feel about that, but they took on the Revival. That was a good match, but uh, you probably didn't like the ending. Yeah. As, uh, was, yep. Revival took another L as your, as your champions. Not yep. title L. Yep, I'm still, I'm still not down with it, man. Like, Jim Ross got me all pumped. He was like, these dudes can bring back tag team wrestling. Finally, Finally get the belt, and the first thing they do is take a bunch of L's by the rookies. And uh, I understand they're not rookies, and it's just like, they're, you know, been wrestling forever, And but I'm living the kayfabe lifestyle, and uh, these are rookies, and it's just bogus, man. They should be looking strong as hell. Like, they should be having really good matches with these guys, and then just barely winning you know what i mean yeah or if you want to give the rub to the new dudes let them steal one you know roll up or something which i, I think was this one a roll up no it's another clean win yeah they just keep it's just bad man they keep winning clean over these brand new champs so they should be looking strong i don't like it i, I would have understand just a one-off last week for their debut like uh, you you want to make them appear credible, you know, but now you're doing it two weeks in a row. What the fuck? Yeah. Agreed. Um, what other notes did you have? Side notes. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Tell us about because, the hot dog. Um, Jinder Mahal came out and he's just, he's 
off because he didn't get the invite to Flair's Bash. Even though every WWE superstar was on the like ramp, so I don't understand that. Yeah. But Zender's pissed off that he didn't get the invite. Maybe he's talking about Flair's actual bash. Yeah. But uh, he said, anyone who's invited, I will challenge you to a match right now. And over here at Sun, you hear... I love that, man. That's a good that's a good theme song for a good pop. Yeah. And a hot dog comes out. And he did not let us down this match. He came up with the win. So did you watch live? No, but I watched um the cable version. Okay, I'll say we Hulu did not get this, but I saw it on on social media, so I knew what you're talking about, but we didn't get this. Okay. Um, so you said he got the win? Yeah, hot dog one with the ankle lock. Hell yeah. He was looking good. Hell yeah. We also had uh, Finn versus Leo, IC title. Uh, this one all started on Moment of Bliss, I believe, with uh, yep. Bliss and uh, Finn Balor really letting the sexual innuendos fly. Yeah, I guess that's Alexa's new role. She's bringing sexy back, man. Yeah, I'm down. I, I mean, mean, you can't wrestle, so <laughs> yeah. I like bringing a little, a little of that back to wrestling. There ain't nothing wrong with that. It was done well. Oh Not yeah, too heavy-handed. Yeah, yeah. You can't be on all fours barking around in the ring like King or something. That's not good. Uh, that's what Trish Stratus did. So <laughs> for Vince McMahon. Yep. So yeah, nothing like that. But yeah, we had Finn versus Leo. Uh, basically, Leo comes out and tries to advocate that Lashley should get a tit- uh, his title shot. And uh, Finn basically flips his words around and says, Oh, you want a title shot? Okay, yeah, let's do it. So it turns out to be Lashley versus or Finn Balor versus Leo for the Intercontinental title. And Finn Balor wins uh, via coup de gras, I believe. <laughs> yeah, it's a coup de gras that mm-hmm. wanted. It was a good match, though. Yeah. Um, we also had Dean versus Drew McIntyre in a no DQ. Uh, this is noteworthy because at the end of this one, who won this one? Or was it schmazzed out? Uh, McIntyre the... won because if um, Lashley and Corbin came out. Well, one of them came out first and helped with the win, and then the other came out, and there was just a beatdown on Dean. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, Elias comes out first to help the win. Oh, yeah, Elias is joining the uh, world's most uninteresting stable. Yep, Elias Elias comes out because um, I think Dean interrupted his guitar promo or something. Yeah, I mean, everyone's done that for like a month and a half now. Like, that's just the thing. Elias constantly is interrupted. Yeah. So basically, yeah, you had uh, McIntyre win via Claymore kick with help from Elias. Corbin and Lashley come out. So now you got a four-on-one attacking Dean. And then uh, Seth Rollins comes out with a chair to help Dean. And then and then the big dog comes out and uh, evens the score. With Reigns had a dope spear though. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm still not big on the Superman punch, but the spears, the spears will make up for it. Yeah, and he got a big pop for that spear. That was a good one. 
Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's why I wanted to bring that up, and I think that's about it from Raw. You got anything else? Uh, with that, um, there wasn't like a clear uh, stability between Dean and Seth and Roman, but as I pointed out to Jason, it's just uh, Dean in the ring like, what just happened, and looking up at Roman and Seth, and Roman and Seth staring back. This is known as the WrestleMania stare. A lot, <laughs> a lot is open to interpretation during a WrestleMania stare. Yeah. Yep, because they've been kind of hitting. I remember last week we had uh, Dean saying to Seth, you know, where were you? Where were you during that match? And he was like, what are you talking about? So then Seth does come and help him this time. And then we got the big dog, of course, coming back. So, yeah. Yep. So does Roman, like, I don't know. It's just interesting to see what Roman will do for uh, WrestleMania here. Like, is that where they're headed? Something between, like, Roman and Dean versus, like, a tag match? That... No, I think that it's just an easy fix. It's a band-aid. Yeah. That's probably Like, get the boys back together. Because that's what they were working on before Dean got injured. Yeah. And then Dean came back, and then Roman had to have that announcement. And then the, everything went back to shit again. Yep. Maybe that's why they've been softening Dean's character. They knew Roman was coming back. Yeah. Could be. But yeah, that's Raw, man. It was a lot more substantive than uh, SmackDown this week. It was a good one, man. I love that Raw. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think if there's bad parts of it. I'm going through my notes here. I could have done with one more match, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, since it's Flair's birthday, I'm gonna give it a four star. Yeah, I'm gonna, I was gonna say that's a four star for me, bruh. So good job, wrong bringing the WrestleMania heat because I was starting to get scared. Yeah, yeah, it, we were down on it. Yeah, we were getting. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Dangerously close. There's still a lot of loose ends, man. Well, we'll talk about some more loose ones when we get over to uh, Smackdown here. Uh, like no. I, like I said, I I took a little bit of notes on this, but I had a lot going on during this one. Um, so what you got any any points? You what's your what's your most uh, important things from SmackDown? Well, uh, this was first out the gate, but I think it probably should have been the main event. Um, but uh. Kofi and Daniel Bryan are being introduced uh, for a contract signing. I think Steph and Shane were in the ring. Yep. Just being corporate fucking shellackies. Yep. 
And they're, they're milking this for a while, setting it up and shit. Oh, Rowan's in the ring too, if anybody cares. No one cares. <laughs> like, his character's worthless. He's supposed to be the heater, but he's not He's not enough heat, man. Not nearly enough heat, dude. He's just some guy. Yeah. So then, uh, right after Kofi comes out, he's a, Kofi's about to put the fuck across the T and dot the I. And then, uh, we get no chance. So that's what you got. Yep, Vinnie Mac. And Vinnie Mac comes out and pulls the Donald Trump. So the black man, you're out of here. Yep. Got a heavy racist feeling during this. Well, that was just me. But uh, what what had happened was, so Vinnie Mac comes on, and uh, he basically is like, Kofi, you're being replaced, like with absolutely no reasoning. He said, I need somebody more blockbuster, more deserving. Yeah, he's like, I got to give the fans the highest quality of match. Yep. And, uh, like, the New Day's freaking out. Yeah. And I'll, I'll get to his replacement, but I, I, I seriously got, like, a like a racist vibe the entire time. I didn't like it. Well, since he brought it up, <clears throat> I've been thinking this for a while now, so we might as well talk about it. I didn't want to poo-poo on the awesome Kofi Kingston thing because it's great and everybody likes it. I like it, too. Um, but there's a lot of, there's a lot, I don't, I'm a lot, as a longtime wrestling fan, I'm really, you know, as far as the black wrestler goes, it's a lot of dark history, Jeff. Yep. And, uh, I, the whole, this whole month, it's like, okay, first our truth gets the title. It's February, Jeff. Oh. So it's black history month. First, you get R-Truth gets to be the United States champion, which is awesome. Like, R-Truth's been around forever. Like, he deserves it for sure. My question is, is he getting it for the wrong reason? Uh, For real. Same thing with Kofi. Kofi deserves to be the WWE champion. Like, if they give him the belt, that'd be sick. He'd be the first. uh, Well, that's debatable, but a lot of people would say he'd be the first African-American champion. Uh, not Booker. Well, Booker was the world heavyweight champion, so it's not the same lineage. And then you had The Rock, but The Rock was booked as a Samoan champion. Yeah, he's, he's Samoan. Uh, same thing with Roman. But yep. anyway, so yeah, the, so all of a sudden Kofi Kingston's getting a push in February. Uh, is he, same thing, is he getting a push because he deserves it, or is he getting a push for the wrong reason? So, this whole thing has been bugging me for a couple weeks. Like, are they just doing it to these African-American wrestlers because it's Black History Month, or are they really going to give these guys a shot? And, uh, since they so blatantly just took Kofi out of this match, I think he will get a shot. Uh, but I don't think they're going to, I mean, we all know how this is going to end. Like, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to put the belt on Kofi. No. <laughs> Which sucks. No, I mean, let, let's, let's not forget that he wasn't in the Elimination Chamber match until Mustafa Ali went down. Yeah. Like, this wasn't their original plan. They were just going to have Ali. Yeah. 
Yeah, it feels just knowing the history of wrestling, man, and old people are still in charge. It's uh, it's fishy. But I mean, like this is where I get real conflicted because Vinny back comes out with the replay. I've I've got back to SmackDown here. Okay. We might have to dive back into race. But <laughs> Vinny Mac comes out with the replacement. Yep. KO. Motherfucking Kevin Owens is back. Yeah, which I was pumped for. Yeah. So it's, like you said, very conflicting. But I feel like since they so brutally robbed Kofi of his shot, like he'll get back into it somehow. And right now, like, the thing, like, KO's reaction to the whole thing was really what made it awkward for me. Like, he just came out like he was uncomfortable by taking Kofi's spot. Like, he was not making eye contact. He was not sassy. He just went straight in. I think he might have made, did, did he make eye contact with Kofi, Kevin? I don't think so. And, like, Daniel Bryan was silent the whole time, too. It was weird. Yeah, Brian was just being cool, Brian. Laying back, smoking a J. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Kevin came in, like, just looked real fucking normal. Like, possibly even depressed. He came in, signed the contract, and left. And then, <clears throat> backstage, here talking to Stephen Shane. And he, like... He's like feeling remorse or something. I, I don't understand. He's like, I don't like Rowan and I don't like Brian. I want a team with Kofi against Rowan and Brian. Like, this was very terribly set up. Yeah, they they whenever you hear the announcers uh, filling in the blanks, you know that there's been, you know that there's some cracks in the story. And sure. uh, they were doing a lot of that. When the match later on, that would be your main event. You'd get, like you said, Kofi and, and Kevin Owens versus Daniel Bryan and Rowan. And uh, the announcers did a lot of filling in the cracks. Like they kept saying, like, can you believe Kofi Kingston's doing this? He's such a professional. Uh, Kevin Owens just stole his spot, and here he is tag teaming with him. Like you could tell that everybody knew it didn't really make sense. Oh, they were pushing that stick way too hard. Like, what? What the hell do you mean? Like, everyone's gonna go out. Like, everyone's gonna go out there and still tag against Brian. Yeah. You know, and they're like, not everyone would do this. They would go weep in the back and post it on social media. I'm like, Corey, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't Corey. Maybe it's Byron or Tom, but. Yeah. I remember that really pissed me off with the professionalism aspect. They were very heavy on that. I mean, that's all they could go to. Because, like, like you said, the whole setup didn't make sense. Uh, yeah, it was weird. But, um, yeah, I know what you mean. It's 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 weird, man. Like, it just sucks that if, the, if it, it turns out to be what I think it is, it just blows. Like, they're just setting these guys up because it's Black History Month. Yeah, because it's February and then... Just poop on him, which it's not like they've pooped on Kofi Kingston, but he deserves to 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 have a championship run under his belt for sure. Yeah, they they did a video package before Vince came out. It was it was badass, man. Uh, took me to like 
I don't know Kofi's career. I have not hit 2008 wrestling yet. I am still in 2007. Yeah, I mean, w- mostly what we know is the New Day, which has been, like, amazing work. Like yeah, that- that's after all of his singles shit. Yeah. Which he wasn't main, he wasn't, like, Roman Reigns heading the fucking league or anything, but it's not like he was mid-card as fuck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's just gonna suck if this goes down how we think it will, which I'm sure it will, and that just is annoying. And it's just always annoyed me how, like, they haven't had an African-American champion on the main title. Like, that's absurd. It's 2019. Yeah. That's just crazy to me. I don't know. No, Lashley. No, Lashley. Has Lashley won the title? No, if he did, it would have been the... The other one. People don't consider that the... And I don't either. I mean, it was WCW's title. Which is a failed company. Uh, so, like, that's not... So was the NWA. Yeah, that's true. But, like, you know what I mean. Like, the big gold belt was sweet, but that's not the same lineage as the, the big belt. Like, the one that uh, Daniel Bryan has, you know? I mean... I think the real poo-pooing came uh, when the titles came to WWE and they put the uh, the World Heavyweight, the WCW one, on SmackDown, which was very clearly the B-Show, mostly through the 2000s. Yeah, good point. So they immediately made it the lesser of the titles. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think The Rock... Is uh is half African American, but but like I said, that he was he was always a Samo- he's booked Samoan. Yeah. So I I didn't know he's half African American, so that's news to me. I think so. I can double check it, but anyway, yeah, I just I I can't believe that shit. That boggles my mind. Like if it's time to do it, which it obviously is, why not be Co- why not be Kofi? Seriously, dude, grizzled vet. Yeah. So, anyway, we'll move off that. But, yeah, hopefully that doesn't just be what I think it's going to be. I hope not. Yeah, we might have lost a couple of listeners. (laughs) Hey, you never know. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) What else you got uh, from SmackDown? uh, So, the next match, Jay was still over and he was noodling heavily through the start of SmackDown. I got him to shut up for the KO thing, but then he was noodling through the next match, which was a doozy. Did you catch the next match, Eric? Um, I did. I watched everything. Let me see what I have here. What was the next match? It was the bar versus... Oh, yeah. Surprise. Yep. The Hardy Boys are back, motherfucker. Yep. We get to see uh, Jeff, obviously, but then we get Matt Hardy back. Pretty cool. He looks pretty good. He still looks... I still think he shouldn't be wrestling. He looks stiff, but he's he looks muscular. Is he... Like, what was he injured? I forget. He's got, like, a, a real... Like, a like a permanent issue with his, uh, like, back. Oh, uh, from the all, the all the leg drops? Yeah, like, you can tell by the way he gets off the mat. It looks rough. Ah. Uh. He's kind of like watching Dirk Nowitzki play basketball. Uh, that's, yeah, that's... But he, he looked alright. But yeah, I still think he should probably hang it up for his own good. But, you know, he looked good. It was a fun moment for sure. 
They they got the win. How'd they win? Uh, Swanton. When will the Swanton stop? <laughs> we don't know. Uh, then uh, backstage we had um, a scene with Heavy Machinery and Ascension. Okay, I did not see this. So, so this I need to hear about. <clears throat> so um, I didn't even recognize the dude, but uh, Ascension just like saw uh, God, what's his fucking name? Half not Fat Bastard, but the other guy from Heavy Machinery. Gus? <sighs> no, uh, I don't remember. Neither do I. You need you need to. Develop your character a little bit, buddy, because I don't know your name. Nope. So they're, they're just kind of clowning on him. The Ascension are, you know. And uh, then Otis comes into play. He just sneaks out of nowhere, just kind of slinks into the frame with this bulky-ass body, you know. Yeah. And uh, the other guy's, like, talking to him. He's like, Otis, they're saying... They're saying you look like a boulder. You look like a cupcake. He's like, cupcake? Boulder? <laughs> He's just getting more and more angry. And he eventually just like pulls a fucking lineman and just fucking, with each of his arms, just shoves him off into the, uh, into all the boxes and hardware that's always backstage, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I thought there was going to be a match from this, but nothing happened. So we got to see Ascension. We got to see Ascension. Hell yeah. Actually, uh, Alex, a uh, friend of the show, just posted an Ascension post on his Instagram. I miss, like, I'm, I'm scared that those dudes are going to, we're going to get the, uh, WWE has come to terms with the release of the Ascension. We wish them the best in all their future endeavors. Yeah, seriously. Just slink out the business without us knowing. I hope not, but I, 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 we've always been huge fans of those dudes. They always do a great job at the house shows. I go to a lot of house shows when they come around this area. And uh, so, like, I just wish they would do something. I don't care what it is. Wait, they, I mean, were, they you might were, have a low, You might have a low-card tag team feud here with Heavy Machinery in them. So, wait, they were on SmackDown? Yeah. Are they not SmackDown people? I don't know. Was I wrong? I thought they were on Raw. I mean, you never see him, so... I don't know. Oh, well. Good tuber. Uh, after that, we had a... Um, R-Truth, for some reason, is uh, coming out and saying... I asked myself, what would Cena do? Yeah. And decides to have a U.S. Championship Open Challenge... And Andrade Cien Almas, the WWE likes to call him Andrade, but we're sticking strong with Cien Almas. He comes out and answers, but before he gets to the ring, Mysterio flies in, and he answers as well. So our truth is like, you know what? Let's do a triple threat. Yep. And I'm like, oh God. Now that you pointed out it's the end of February, I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> because I thought for sure they were going to take the title off R-Truth and just, like, have this all Miss Mysterio feud be for the U.S. title. Yeah, me too. I was def- It was cool that they kept it on uh, 
on our truth, but I was thinking the same exact thing. Yeah, because it is a good match, but our truth ended up uh, sneaking a roll up on Ray Ray. Yep, classic triple threat sneak. Um, I, I think eventually they'll probably will take it off and just do it all Miss Mysterio on this thing. Yeah, I hope not because I like our truth with the title, but. Yep, yep. They'll definitely take it off him eventually. I mean, probably sooner than later. I think. I think we were thinking along the right lines when we were thinking they were going to take it off last on SmackDown. Um. Then uh, after this, Charlotte came out and had a promo, just kind of basically aligning herself more with the corporation. Yep, that was pretty much the only purpose of that. I think. Yeah. I mean, she didn't say anything, really. No, it was all pretty run-of-the-mill. But yeah, she did repeat over and over again that why they like her and the reason why she's in the match and blah, blah, blah. And she defended um, the KO replacement of Kofi, which did not care for at all. Yeah, that didn't do any favors for what we were talking about. No. The 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 bell come yeah, out. Yeah, the six foot tall white blonde. Yeah. Seriously. It didn't do us any favors on what we were talking about there. <laughs> oh Jesus. That's that. Then um Alistair Black and Rick Shagan, they are fucking busy fucking bees because they get yet another tag team match. First off they had a backstage scene where like, me and Jay didn't know who it was at first, but they were getting shit talked to by Lana. And this is accentless Lana. Yep. And that's why we were confused. Like, who the hell is this? Like, I thought it was Dana Brooke. <laughs> you didn't even know it was Lana? <laughs> no, it took me like 10 seconds. I'm like, oh, I think that's Dana Brooke. I'm like, well, no, wait a second. Yep, just that's, that, that's just accentless uh, Lana. Yep, because now she's just yet another blonde. But, uh, so this is just setting up, um, Black and Ricochet versus Rusev and Nakamura. And here's where the, like, you, you pointed out that, uh, the, the, uh, announcers seem to be, like, I don't know if they're filling in the gaps, but they're trying to remind us of, like, why Rusev and Nakamura are, uh, a team together. Yeah. And, like, Lana's really the mastermind of this. I'm like, are, are you fucking serious? Like, yeah. Lana's never been a mastermind. We all know that. Yeah. Like, she's the model. She's the eye candy. Yep. Yeah. And, like, I just didn't, like, like, why are we pushing, like, why are they trying to push her so much? Is it just to give her a certifiable role? Yeah, to add some kind of dimension. If they're going to keep this, like, if they're going to keep this tag team going, I guess, because neither of them are good on the mic. Uh, Rusev's okay, I guess. Oh yeah, Rusev's good on the mic, I say. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Not not great, but he's he's solid. Uh, I liked the yeah. I don't know what they're doing with Lana, but I liked the uh, I liked Alistair Black and Shinsuke together. Oh, that's a lot of kicks. 
That was cool. Like, they... Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. They worked well together. I like that a lot. Yeah, I mean, they probably had a couple matches in NXT. Oh, yeah. Um, who? Oh, so they, they win again. Another big victory. Another black mask. Yep. Is it? Do we find out if it's mask or mask? I I'm I'm leaning now towards mask. Really? Yeah, but I still don't know. Um, I don't know. You can keep rolling, and I'll try to figure that out for you. So then, lastly, is the main event. This wasn't like I say. There wasn't a lot of substance compared to uh, Raw, which has been the case for a couple of weeks now. I don't know if it's just because I'm watching the full Raws, but. But uh, next is the main event. You have Kofi and KO versus Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan still useless. Yeah, he he actually got involved. Like he actually had ring work finally. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a tag match, so you got to hold your own. Yeah. And like we mentioned earlier, like they just kept pushing. Oh, he's so professional. Kofi's so professional. Like, that, that was the story of the match, was Kofi's professionalism. Yeah. Because still during this match, like, him and KO, like, they, they weren't, like, buddy-buddy, um, but they weren't animus to each other either. It's just that, like, KO is still, like, on this fence where I think they're pushed, they're going to they're gonna have to push him into a face roll for this Daniel Bryan match. Yeah. So I think that's why he's, like, not saying anything because he doesn't know how to become a face while taking over Kofi's spot. Yeah, it's a tough spot. It is. He looked good, though. But I'll tell you one way that he can fucking become a face, and he, he fucking did it. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. How, how he finished the match. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Owens pulled out his trick of cards and finished the match with a boom! Stutter! <laughs> it was a stone it, yeah it was a it wasn't a stone cold stunner but it was a stunner there's there's no middle finger but there's a kick and a stun yeah it was pretty sweet i was and i was pretty pumped about that yeah the crowd popped uh he looked good all match like he he looked like he didn't miss a beat he yeah. did he did a senton like over the top rope it was cool uh I didn't know about, I didn't know what his, why he was out. I just never really looked into it, but it was a double knee surgery. So that doesn't sound good. No. But, uh, he looked okay. Yeah. Um, he's, he's got a lot of new tats that I don't care for. Oh yeah. Well, that should be of no surprise, Jeff. Yeah, but this one, this is like a Lesnar size tat. It's a huge fucking tat. The one on his arm? Yeah, it used to be just that fucking bull head. Yeah. And now it's a huge arm sleeve. But, I mean, his tattoos have always been horrible, so this shouldn't surprise anybody. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he had, he's had he got, like, evil, 
one direction and live the other on his forearm. Canadian man. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it was it was a good match though. Yeah. Uh, like you said, Rowan didn't do much. Rowan looks pretty meaty. Like he looks like a little hefty. Oh, blue meanie. Yeah. What what a reference. <laughs> Yeah, that, that Blue Meanie was just a fatty, man. Oh, no, I said BD, but yeah, no, he, he does look a little bit like Blue Meanie for sure. Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought you're, I thought you're making a Blue Meanie reference. No, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you could say that. So, yeah, that was actually another thing that happened that we didn't mention. Uh, Lexi, or Lacey Evans does a walk by like she's been known to do. She did it on Raw, too, and I'm still not digging it. No. I need more. Yeah, and like, now they're trying to get, um, uh, fucking what's her name, the announcer. Renee? Yeah, they're trying to get Renee behind her, like, yeah. I love it, give me more of it. Yeah. Well, like, well, get... what are you talking about? She's just doing a catwalk, this is like degrading the women. Yeah, I think, she, well, yeah, I think it does kind of come off like that, I think it's supposed to be like. She's out there to show some class and just stick her nose in the air and class up the joint, you know? But, I don't know. I just need more. It doesn't. It's not working. Yeah, and her music doesn't match her character, so the catwalk is really strange every time. So. Uh, also, we didn't mention that Honky Talk Man is announced as the second entrance entrant in this year's Hall of Fame. He's a Honky Tonk Man. Which I don't have a lot of memories with this, with the Honky Tonk Man, so I don't have a whole lot to say. No, he's before our time for sure. But good for the Honky Tonk Man. I'm, I was when I heard it, I was surprised he wasn't already there. Yeah, same here, dude. So definitely deserving. But I, I could have sworn he was already in the Hall of Fame, but I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> so uh, what would you rate SmackDown coming straight out of Flair Country? Um. If we're giving Raw a four, we got to give SmackDown like a. It's got to be like a two point five. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have any Becky. Uh, we still don't know what's going on with AJ Styles. What the hell's he doing? Oh yeah, he just fucking took the week off. He had a promo backstage, right? Uh, did he? I thought he talked to like Charlie or. Uh... Kayla. It was Kayla. I think he talked to Kayla. But I don't remember what he I don't remember what he said. Um so yeah, that's SmackDown. I give it two and a half. I give it a two and a quarter for uh uh reasons we discussed at the top of the show. Yeah. Um we'll see where that goes. I think I think Kofi does get a title shot on this run. I would hope. Yeah, seriously. But I don't think they're going to give it to him. No. Which is a which is a bummer. Like Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston, that could be sick. Every time we've seen it, it's looked really good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I agree. I, I'm going to back mine off to a two and a quarter as well. There you go. Stand strong. <laughs> yeah. So that's this week in wrestling. Good, good week in wrestling. I really enjoyed it. Mainly, due yeah, to... they're they're amping up for WrestleMania season. 
Um, <clears throat> so yeah, if anybody is listening out there, tell somebody you know who likes wrestling and try to get them to listen to the show. We'd really appreciate it. If anybody's listening, thanks a lot. Thanks for the support. Uh, you know to follow and we're on the Apple podcast app and the iTunes and you can subscribe and rate and you could review. You can smash subscribe. The- hit, I, I'm a pulse too. God, hit subscribe, unsubscribe, hit subscribe, unsubscribe, and then hit it again. And then subscribe again. Yeah. Inflates the numbers. Just every day you get on there, you just unsubscribe and subscribe again. Yeah. Uh, so that's the week in wrestling, Jeff. But before we get out of here, we're... Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What do you got? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, please. We need to update. I just want to give a sign point update on the WrestleMania sign points. Yeah, that's what... I, yeah, give that. For the first time since we started tracking, we went a full week this week without a sign point. Like Eric said, uh, Steph did a gesture, but we don't count gestures. It's got to be an extended finger. Are you sure there was none on SmackDown? I didn't see any. I made it a point to say to myself, well, I don't think there was any points on Raw, but there was nothing on SmackDown either? No. I mean, if someone saw something, hit us up on Instagram or whatever, but I didn't see nothing. Yeah, please message on Instagram if anybody saw a point. We're going to need to know. And uh, I went back and uh, looked at that Ronda point that was under review from last week. Yeah. That was a real fucking quick point, but I'm, I'm going to give it to her. Okay. All right, so we'll we'll say for now that nobody pointed. Oh, nope, they did. I put it in my notes. Really? Let me double check. Yep, Charlotte pointed. Again? Yep, there's a point at the end of her promo. Do I need to review this, or are you certain? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm certain, but you could review if you like. But yeah, the Charlotte pointed. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I don't want to watch that boring ass promo she gave again. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe you. Yeah, she pointed. So yeah, we'll put Charlotte as another point, and then go ahead and give us our update. All right. So with Charlotte's point added and Rhonda's point from last week made official. We are now up to 20 total WrestleMania sign points. Charlotte is your leader. A commanding lead with, good God, eight of those 20 sign points. She'd be pointing. She is implying heavy things. So that's your WrestleMania sign point. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, stay tuned to see. I, I feel like Charlotte's going to run away with this one, but you never know. You could have a late bloomer. Oh, after Fastlane, all, all bets are off. <laughs> all right, so that's This Week in Wrestling. Um, uh, we're running about to where we usually cut it off, so before we get out of here, Jeff, we're going to need that special edition. The Bulls have been winning. 30-second Bulls update. Chicago Bulls came out of the All-Star break and went into Orlando 
an Orlando team that's fighting for their playoff lives in the East. Orlando's a team that Chicago was uh, suggested to be around if they would have been healthy this year, sitting at a, I don't know, a little, a little under 500. Chicago went into Orlando and stole one, 110 to 109, as uh, Bucevic fouls Lowry on a last second uh, fire up of a three. Lowry makes two of three free throws, and we win 110 to 109. Woo! The very next night, we face the Boston Celtics. Ooh, that's a tough competitor, huh, Jeff? La- the Boston Celtics, you can say, I-, I can go all day about Boston Celtics. They are a heavy, heavy favorite before the season because they got a lot of young talent. That young talent means some adversity because Kyrie is trying to take the next step and be the leader, even though, uh, you know, they kind of played better without you, Kyrie. Yes, he's, he's, the, he's the best player on their team by far. But, but it's, they're, 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 he's fitting out. He is fitting out for sure. And the last time the Bulls played Boston was the franchise worst 56 point loss at the United Center. So there, there's some salt there. Yep. So, Chicago comes out fucking firing. And we basically led throughout this entire game. Uh, Boston got out to a 7-0 lead. Jim Boylan, Jack Lantern Boylan takes a timeout. They said, enough of this shit. And the Bulls took control from there on. They basically had to lead the rest of the game. Uh, led by as much as uh, 25 points at one point. Woo. Ended up getting a win over the, over a fully healthy, no one's resting. This is a fully healthy Boston team. This is fifth in the East. Hell of a game. Zach Levine, Otto Porter Jr. got injured in the first quarter of this, but Zach Levine and Lowry Markinen both giving you career-high numbers. These, these motherfuckers were on fire. Lowry Markkinen had a career-high 35 points and a 15 rebounds. Woo. Zach Levine had a career-high 42 points uh, and 6 rebounds. And my friends, this is the first Chicago teammates to have at least 35 points since guess who? Um, I'd like to play this game. I will go Rose and Buckets. 96, MJ and Pippen. Woo! Last Chicago teammates to have 35 points. Hell of a game by the, the young boys. Yes, sir. Okay. That was awesome back-to-back, too. Okay, I figured Rose and, and uh, Buckets may have, may have had that, but no? No. Okay. No, by the time Buckets was that good, like he was taking over the team and Rose was unhealthy. True that. So then the next next game... They uh, lose to the Bucks. Bucks were without Giannis. The Bulls were shorthanded as well without Otto Porter Jr. or Chris Dunn. Uh, so it was, it, was a, it was a close game. Like we play the Bucks surprisingly well every time we play them, but uh, had the lead for a while, then lost it. Lost one seventeen to one hundred six. But then Bulls fans, last night the Bulls went into Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis is the home of Joakim Noah and Justin Holiday, former Bulls. And 3-6 Mafia. And 3-6. <laughs> uh, 
Auto Porter is back in the lineup. Chris Dunn is back in the lineup. Auto Porter gets 20. Lowry marking in with 22. Zach Levine with 30. As the Bulls sneak out, well, they didn't really sneak this out. They own this the entire game. But it's a close game. Uh, they snuck out 109-107. God damn. 3-1 on the week. If you're trying to tank, this ain't the time to tank. Because the Bulls are now sitting at 17 and 45. Woo! Eric, one last thing. Yes. Yes. My original prediction is still possible if the Bulls win out the entire fucking season. Well, the way they're playing right now, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> no, but that, when I heard, uh, so like, I don't have cable, so I don't get to watch them a lot. When I heard that, uh, you know, I follow them on the radio and stuff, but, uh, when I heard all the success and all these points, I'm like, what the hell? What is going on? Like, Boylan, the jack lantern should be benching these guys in the fourth quarter so they can lose. Like, do you, would you rather they lose for a pick or you want them to win? No, oh, no, I'm all about winning. Yeah, I don't... I mean, it's, pretty, it's pretty clear we're not going to win the tank wars. And everyone on the bottom took a, a win or two this week, so keep that in effect. Phoenix won... The Knicks won twice, and the Cavs won twice, and we won three times. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you, uh, I think you, it's more important to develop these young guys. I think the only thing you could do is maybe, you know, if they're playing like, but I would say, you know, play them. They're playing really well, and then take them out in the fourth. But even then, I don't know. I think you're probably right. Maybe you just develop. You focus on developing the players and not tanking. Yeah, because I mean. Uh, it comes down to the fourth a lot, and you want the, the young guys to not only have the ability to score, but the ability to score in the clutch. Yeah, so if you ever do get good, they're ready. Exactly. And Lowry's taking that. Lowry's fucking playing his ass off in February, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Levine's putting up huge numbers. Hey, I mean, Levine's, Levine's been doing that, but no one gives him recognition. Lowry wasn't healthy when he came back in December and was... Getting into it in January, now he's feeling it fully. So we're oh, seeing yeah. those two play off each other. And uh, Lionel Richie, Otto Porter is really spacing the floor, so they have a lot. Like they, they can run and they can, like, they have lanes and shit now because you got to respect Otto Porter as a shooter. Hell yeah. So it's, it's good. Hell yeah. That's, that's, that's got to be the most positive Bulls update we've ever had. I think it is, dude. Go balls! Well, maybe since the first episode before the season started. <laughs> that's true, but no, I think this is the most positive one. Yeah, well, three and one, dude. Well, that was a that was a refreshing thirty second Bulls update, Jeff. I thank you for that. Hell yeah! All right, do you have anything else for the for the week of wrestling that was? I'm watching 2007 wrestling, and Jesus, Vince is just losing people. So if you want to see Vince lose people, go watch around SummerSlam time, because he has this weird storyline that I don't know where it's going, but he's like cutting 20-minute promos and just acting senile. (laughs) You mean like he's losing the crowd? Yeah. 
Oh, I thought you meant like he was. A lot of people were departing from the company. Oh no! Like he's like faking his death and shit, and now that now he's got a bastard <laughs> child trying to figure out who the bastard child is. Man, that's wrestling. So go back and watch 2007 around August or September if you want to check out some of this weird-ass shit that Vince got going on back then. Hell yeah. I'm going to go back and watch the uh, Ricky Steamboat and Ric Flair matches. That's a good idea, man. That's what, I'm, idea. That's what I'm planning on doing. Uh, so I think that is it, bro. Like I said, if anybody's listening, tell somebody you know if you're digging it that... Uh, what we do, and if they want to listen, maybe they'll listen and do all the stuff. And uh, thanks for anybody that's supporting. So I will talk to you soon, Jeff, and then we'll do it again next week. All right, dude, sounds good. All right, night, night. Bet, night, night. <laughs> but now I don't understand. Start calling it. Now I don't understand. Good. Huh? I said, okay. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.